Welcome to the Kryptonite Podcast. I'm Mark Stores, and with me as always is... Chris. And... Rob Morphy. Be sure to rate and review this podcast on the Apple iTunes and Apple Podcast app. Sure. I forgot. Excellent. I forgot the app you name. You drew a blank there, but yeah. I did. I drew a blank. So yeah, be sure to rate and review. Uh, it helps us out a lot. Be sure to follow us on the socials, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitters. And we have some reviews before we get started with this week's episode. So let's get into some reviews from you, the good listeners. First review here comes from Monster Kid 2 with a five-star review. Nice. Very nice. Thank you, Monster Kid. He goes on to say, this is a great podcast that gives a proper insight to a topic close to my heart. I would love to hang out with this trio as we seem to be like-minded and relate almost everything to monsters, cryptids, metals, and metal and movies. Metal, I would like to fair hear, enough. I would like to hear Big Lou do some guest hosting on episodes oh, unrelated to Annabelle. Ha! I binged to catch up on all the available episodes, and I cannot wait for more. Keep up the great work. I would like to apologize for my inability to read, because no matter how good I edit this, it's going to come across like I can't read. That's all right. I also, too, would like to send an apology to our dear listener, Laura Cram, (laughs) as Rob and I discussed on the car ride over here. When I see someone's name, I just can't pronounce it. It happens. (laughs) I believe Chris Chris brought up David. I just say, David. (laughs) And the same thing with Mike. I say, Mike. <laughs> so, McKay. McKay. Yeah. So, so Laura, uh, thank you for your, uh, for your review. And I'm sorry that I messed up your name. But also, too, thank you to Monster Kid 2 for your review as well. Um, you know, I'm terrible with names and I can't read. So, yay. I, we love you anyway. I'm trying to traverse reality. Yeah. With those two things with on my like, back. Yeah. Like a basic grasp of the alphabet and just a yeah. prayer. Not even. Dude, you're Barely getting, you're getting by. You're I getting have a by. couple of chaos magic sigils I've been working on <laughs> so that I can read better. It's not working. <laughs> I feel like that's a... Literacy magic. That's yeah. hilarious. I feel like it's yeah. like a paradox. All right, so thank you again, Monster Kid. And we have another review that Rob is going to read here because, again, my, um, my failing brain is just not working. That's fair enough. Oh, one second here while I pull up this review. There you are, Robert. If you read that right. top one, please. This comes to us from Chuck Quilty. And, uh, oh, my God, another five-star review. That's awesome. Oh, thanks, Chuck. That's awesome. All right. Like Car Talk for Lovers of the Weird, I just discovered your show a week ago, and I'm working my way back to the Loveland Frogman episode. I'm sorry, the Loveland Frogman episode by episode. From a huge fan of the paranormal, the supernatural, and the cryptozoological, I think these guys have an awesome mix of skepticism and open-mindedness, serious and silly, that one needs to explore the implausible and often ridiculous depths of the unknown without either being sucked into the abyss or dismissing every weird thing out of hand. So true. The abyss. Keep up the good work, and you'll need to do an episode on the Monkey Man of New Delhi. Absolutely. Totally, yeah. One of my favorites. All right, and he goes on to say, one of my absolutely favorite and relatively obscure cases, um, the Monkey Man there, of high strangeness, perfect for this show thank you so much chuck Word. Thank you, that's chuck. awesome yeah, that's excellent and i agree the monkey man of new delhi is great i think ev, uh our friend ev wanted us to do that one too on, on the youtube channel i think he left that comment too. i think he did yeah, yeah. the monkey man of new delhi i mean so. nothing like uh like a basically a, a, a spider-man like hominid attacking people in a, in a big highly populated yeah. city but dressed like an outtake from flash gordon yeah. With his metal yeah, helmet really, and yeah. his spiky yeah. gloves and I, I don't even know what else. I mean it's crazy. It's like a black metal monkey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he works for awesome. he works for Ming, clearly. Oh yeah, clearly. <laughs> yeah, totally. Clytus. Totally. I'm bored. 
Awesome. All right. And also, too, that review came to us from our Facebook page, and I and he also left a review on the iTunes as well. So you can leave a review on our Facebook page and our iTunes like Chuck did, and that would be awesome, and we would totally appreciate that. Absolutely. Thank you all so much. Thank you all very much. So moving on, we're going to get the show started proper, and this week we are talking about the NASA Gargoyle, Demon, Vampire, Alien Spy, or Oracle of Doom. Dun, dun. Oh, got an Oracle. Oracles. Oracles. That's one of my it's rarely words. an oracle. Yeah, it's so rarely we an oracle. Have, yeah, we've never I don't decided. Know, dude, I think it's always one. technically an oracle. Depends on the context. Depending on perspective, everything. We're all oracles. I don't if know. You think oh, that's it. you know what? Like frozen burritos are rarely it. oracles. Yeah, if I predict I'm going to eat some fucking pizza and then I do, I'm like, my God, You're not, <laughs> I'm right. You technically, yeah, you technically are. You are. Okay, here we go. So in 1986, a NASA employee had a horrifying encounter with a winged, jet black, seemingly malevolent monstrosity, an encounter that would, by all accounts, haunt him for the rest of his life. And there we go. There it is. Jeez. On a blustery evening... That's right out of Pooh Corner. Blustery. On a blustery evening sometime in 1986, Frank Shaw, a NASA archivist at the Houston, or I'm sorry, at Houston's Johnson Space Center, claimed to have had a terrifying run-in with a creature that seemed to hail either from the depths of Hades or at the very least a mid-70s made-for-TV movie. If you got to come from one of two places, it may as well be Hades or, or yeah. Hollywood. Or, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Mid-70s, super cheesy ABC movie of the week. Totally. I mean, that's the best. All right. Okay. While information regarding this case is admittedly sparse, Shaw's daughter, Desiree, would eventually reveal the details of this mysterious run-in to author and researcher Nick Redfern in 2004. In that interview, Desiree testified that she realized that something was dreadfully wrong the moment her father walked through the door of their home late one night after working at the Johnson Space Center. While neither Desiree nor her mother were particularly alarmed by Shaw's tardiness, as he often was required to work into the wee hours, they were both alarmed by his apprehensive demeanor. The pair attempted to comfort Shaw, who would eventually be able to compose himself enough to regale them with a terrifying tale about his brush with the unknown. According to Shaw, he was walking to his car at the end of his shift when he happened to glance up and see a ghastly black gargoyle-like figure perched ominously on the edge of one of the Space Center's buildings. That blows. Yeah, yeah no. you don't want to see that one. A long shift being a NASA... Is it an, arch, an ar- archivist or archivist? Is it archivist, right? It could be an archivist. Well, because archivist. I can't read. Remember, I need help. You know, I don't know. I would say archivist, but archivist. Ar- archivist, right? Yeah. Okay. Sure. I look to you guys for answers. I'm the illiterate one. I don't know. That, <laughs> I've never had a need to use that word. I've no, never said that word. No. You know, when I came across that title, I was like, oh, right. it's pretty cool. You're probably going through classic files, old photos of the moon, Dude, or whatever you're really, doing. Or it's a real it's tedious a shop. shitty in the basement. In the basement, like, exactly. Where you get no sun. You don't yeah. get to see any sweet rockets or shake hands with an astronaut. No. You're just working with dirty paper and, you know, I don't know, staples. It just sounds horrible. Dude, stay, you, you got a staple shop. Give it yeah, to Chris, the archivist or the archivist. Oh, take care of who's it. Who's going to hole punch this? Three. Three hole punch. <laughs> the only one that matters. Well, All right. So. You don't want to see that when you get out of work. That's what I'm trying to say. No, you don't. Yeah, and, well, you know, you're thinking about going home, getting a Hot Pocket. You know, watching a some... Hot Pocket. <laughs> a fucking. <laughs> I enjoy Hot Pocket. You guys, let's go to. We're going to get Hot Pockets. We're going to Bull Point. <laughs> yeah. You did. 
You guys I, mock I, everything I love. I tried dude, because <laughs> yeah. Hot Pocket is not expecting, a fucking food, dude. Like, have you ever just gotten out of work I and been like, once have I, craved, I need I the simplicity? I've no, listen, I have, I have my Hot Pockets. I have. I've been looking at You guys are looking, fucked. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sometimes you just need diarrhea. Sometimes you're bound up. I don't you just need, need to clear that shit out. No, you do. If you're eating hot pocket, no. come on. What's the who's they the have some delectable the, crusts? The great oh, the Jim Gaffigan. Jim Gaffigan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I've eaten pockets definitely, but I don't. Dude, right. they're what, what do you want to eat when you get out of work? I don't Insert know. Man. Some food. nice food. Yeah. Could I said beers? pizza and then maybe yes. got some no, slack? No, I don't eat. I don't eat after Dude, ten o'clock. Dude, if you said pizza, I would oh. be like, yeah, I do that every, like I, every other I day. Have, that's like, me. I have a nice, healthy piece of fruit, and then I crush what? beers. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. You won't eat in a car. You won't eat after ten. When do you eat? Are you a person? I. You look forward to a, like a pear. Yeah, no one looks forward <laughs> I, to a I, goddamn. I can't wait to go home and lounge around. With a I look pear. forward to blueberries and no less than six beers drinking in two hours. No less than, but possibly more. Do my runes. Yeah. <laughs> Eat a pomegranate. <laughs> yeah, I work on my sigil, and then there you go. All, All right. right. Sorry. Let's get back to Shaw. Holy. I digress. I don't know it, what was on pockets. his mind. Perhaps it, it wasn't. wasn't a hot pocket. Probably I, not. Did they exist in 86? In, well, I don't know. Probably some form maybe, of Maybe some, his some wife made some hamburger helper, <laughs> lasagna flavored, which we can all agree is delicious. I love that. No, I love lasagna No, that's flavor. a wonderful yeah. food. I love processed foods. I, I lived want, I want you guys. I want, I want your salt levels immediately. I want your sodium levels <laughs> in your blood immediately. You, you don't. Okay. <laughs> I want your jerk levels right now. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> the look on your face. <clears throat> I want your jerk level. Shaw claim. Anywho. All right, sorry. After he saw said gargoyle-like <laughs> entity. All right. Shaw claimed that he was frozen in horror at the sight of this astounding apparition, which, according to his description, was a jet black humanoid figure, which seemed to have a large billowing cape traped across his shoulders. Mm. So he's fashionable he's, and it's, demonic. Is, is it Batman? I was going to say, what <laughs> part are you like, it's Batman. <laughs> like, thank God Batman's For a alive. second, you've got to think it's Batman. 86 Batman. Yeah, 86 that's Batman. A Batman. That's, a, that's a good Batman. That's a, that's a solid Neil Adams Batman. Well, no, 86 is pre-Keaton, so that's a, that, yeah, that's definitely got to be Neil Adams Batman. Mm-hmm. It could still be a Miller Batman. Oh, it could be. What, what, was, was that out in '86 or was it? Doesn't like have to be in the year, but it's still that's still within the norm of a so Miller. For Batman. any of us, we'd be like, oh, it's, <laughs> it's Batman. He's he's real. And then it's not, and it's horrible. <laughs> no, it's not. So what did? As if see? the cape factor, as if that weren't bizarre enough, Shaw claimed that he saw two massive bat-like wings sticking out on either side of the fabric, or perhaps. It was the wrinkled flesh of the folded wings that Shaw perceived to be a cape. Oh, that's me okay. inserting my own rationale. I'll admit I'm, I'm sort of molding the story at this point right. because it's so fucking batshit crazy, literally and figuratively. I guess pun intended to see a fucking ebony gargoyle with giant wings and the most unnecessary accoutrement, a cape. Yeah, it's just. But yeah. you know, you want to be fashionable. You're you're doing your thing. When you're a gargoyle and you go to you know the, I don't know the Johnson Space Center. Yeah, do, do gargoyles have their own version of like TJ Maxx where they can get a sweet cape, like or just like a nice handbag or like a scarf? The Old Navy. Oh, the maybe it's like a hybrid with, goyle, with like an Infinity Scarf. Yeah. There you Plus, go. in the cartoon, they like they walked upright. They were bypassed. Like, oh like, yeah, the gargoyle. Like, hey, Bill. Yeah, like, hey, right. I'm a gargoyle. <laughs> I can't remember the lead dude's no, name. I can't remember them either. 
Shaw then told his stunned family that not only had he seen this creature, but that it had looked directly down at him. The two stared at one another for a few moments. That would be quite terrifying enough, but what made this already disturbing situation much worse was Shaw's insistence that this ebony being actually seemed to be savoring the fact that it had managed to inspire such obvious terror in the archivist. Mm-hmm. So it was it was like... Just kind of leering down right, at him. And and it was kind of like, yeah, I got yeah. you. I'm a guard. Like, I, can you, see, I can see you're about you're to piss a, your pants. Yeah, you're a NASA ar- archivist. I'm a gargoyle. I'm going to win this. Yeah, oh yeah. I'm going to eat your face. It was at that point that the gargoyle unfurled its wings, which Shaw stated made a crackling noise hmm. as it took flight in the powerful howling gusts. Remember, it was a blustery evening. Okay. The sound of the crackling wings seemed to snap Shaw out of his stupor, and he turned and sprinted towards his vehicle, horrified by the prospect that this seemingly demonic entity might be planning on swooping down upon him. In what must have been the longest moments of his life, Shaw fumbled with his keys, unlocked the door, dove inside his vehicle, started the engine, and drove into the darkness, too terrified to even look back to see if he was being pursued by the semi-avian atrocity. Despite what must have been some well-founded skepticism, Shaw's family rallied behind their patriarch, believing that his harrowing tale was not merely a flight of fancy, but the simple truth. Well, that's good. They're backing their dad. Yeah, and husband. or Yeah, yeah you know, totally. stick, stick with your family. Yeah. Nevertheless, nevertheless, both Desiree and her mother admonished Shaw not to tell his superiors about the incident, lest his, lest his credibility, or even worse, his sanity, be called into question. Shaw agreed with his daughter and wife, but as the days turned into weeks, he was unable to get the memory of his close encounter with the flying fiend out of his mind. Finally, Shaw decided to screw up the courage to confide in his immediate supervisor. Much to Shaw's delight, he was not met with incredulity, incredulity, excuse me, or mockery, but instead was informed that he was not the first Johnson Space Center employee to have seen this enigmatic entity skulking in the isolated areas of the station. In fact, Shaw's boss revealed that a secret file had been opened on the creature just a few months prior to Shaw's sighting. Oh, the file? A Dude, secret file. The government opens up a file on fucking gargoyles at, in, in, in the Texas NASA station. Like You can't have gargoyles just willy-nilly no. hanging out around your top-secret space project. At what point in, in the government are you like, okay, Bill, we need to get a file on this? Like, who, what, what do you, thing, what do you do? That's the first thing a government well, bureaucrat yeah. does. It's like they don't. They, I mean, they, they'll call some authorities, but yeah, yeah they're going to be yeah, like, All right, "What forms do I need? Yeah, yeah. what's the gar- <laughs> is, it, is it the A twenty six? Need to get a, a G seventy two. Uh, fill out section A. Don't worry about yeah. section B. Uh, section two. Make sure you append to the page seven. I think the fucking DMV for gargoyles, dude. I swear to God, you are a NASA well, bureaucrat. I, yeah. I don't work at NASA, but I do work for. Partial local government, and there's a lot of bureaucratic bullshit and paperwork you gotta do. That's what you do, there gargoyles. You and even if something anomalous shows up, there's still fucking paperwork. Type people don't report shit because like fuck this, I'm not doing the paperwork on this shit. Yeah, I don't blame them. There's a gargoyle, the, and there, if there's a gargoyle in the cafeteria, I don't give a fuck because I'm <laughs> not doing the paperwork out. You just look thing. the other way. Yeah. Hey, Ted. Yeah, you're like, oh, uh, hey, Mark. No macaroni and cheese today for us guys. No, nope. <laughs> let's, let's keep going. We're going red lobster for dinner. All right. The supervisor stated that the file had been created in response to the gruesome deaths of two of the base's German Shepherd guard dogs. 
Apparently, the corpses of the hideously mutilated and exsanguinated canines had been discovered in exactly the same area where Shaw had seen the gargoyle. I was kind of more curious that NASA's facility is guarded by dogs, by German shepherds. Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't. You don't hear about that's the, always the thing. The, like the guard the dog contingent yeah. of NASA. Like, I mean, I guess well, you have to protect some shit. You know, you have guards, you have armed guards, you have military you have some dogs. presence. And you, I guess you'd have I dogs. it was 86. They had dogs in 86. All right. Well, Garden I don't know. shit. I mean, they probably had a couple of Johnny Fives, some chopping balls. Oh, yeah, there you go. And yeah. all those things. Oh, I don't know back then. I kind of want the job of being mm. the handler for the guard dogs at NASA. Because you're just playing with puppies all day long. And then you're letting them out in the, into the, the base to do their guard dog To duty. die a horrible death at the well, fucking I mean, yeah. maw of I a gargoyle. It, I wonder if it's like, like, the, like in Star Wars and like the Rancor when Luke kills a Rancor. And they just the, sob. And the dude there's crying. Yeah. Oh, if you mm. lose your dog, you're going to cry. Of course. Well, can't talk about it. All right. <laughs> R.I.P. guard dogs. Following his unusual confession, what? Shaw's story made its way up the chain of command until it apparently came to the attention of some NASA officials who, in classic men in black fashion, decided to interrogate the witness. According to Desiree, her father was intensely grilled by what she referred to as NASA security people who were flown in from somewhere in Arizona. That much I know. You don't want the men from Arizona coming to a No, it's, it's a weird yeah, way to describe it. I feel like they probably somebody. weren't really NASA people. I at bet that you point. They're, they're used to very dry heat. Yeah. <laughs> that makes them dangerous. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're desert folk. <laughs> <laughs> All but, right, so she gets, he gets grilled by the MIB. Which makes sense. Oh, yeah. I mean, you saw the gargoyle. <sighs> You're part of the secret file now. You should have listened to your goddamn family, dude, and not fucking open your not trap. Not open your mouth. You know, the, yeah. you, sure, sure your supervisor's a nice enough guy, and he'll trade some days with you when you need to go off yeah. or, you know, on a family vacation, but you can't trust him with the gargoyle. No. It's too dude. much. You trust no one with it. You just forget, like most of us, the traumatic shit that happens, and you're fine. You, you bury you, it. You bury you it. You drink it away. <laughs> exactly. You hang out with your buddies. You go on with your life. You move on. You live. The NASA security people <laughs> made it clear to Shaw that it would be in his and his family's best interest to refrain from telling his bizarre story to anyone else. See, that sounds like a threat. That is a threat. That doesn't sound <sighs> well, depending like on This is why people have well, a problem with NASA. NASA. Said. This well, is how shit with the flavored <laughs> stuff. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> I job of the hood. I just did job of the hood. He slid out. He oh, oh, out Chewbacca. Oh. Gargoyles who bakata. Unchun Wookie. This is why people have a problem with NASA, dude. This is why people get all fucked up and, and, and all crazy about the flat earth because like, NASA's guarding the ice wall because NASA's threatening families, American families. I don't think it, NASA's got, not, is clandestine as people think it no, is. No, I don't think I don't so know, either. Man, it's not like these people might say they were from research. NASA or something, but... There's been some reason. I don't think they are. They're like the least shitty <laughs> government <laughs> I group, know, I think. Listen, I follow the rogue NASA account on Twitter. I know what's up. Really? Yeah. That's a real oh, thing. Is there an alt NASA? It's an alt NASA account. Yeah, I know is what's it dark up. Dark NASA? No, it's just real NASA. <laughs> NASA X. <laughs> yeah, it's NASA, NASA X. Yeah. That would be awesome, by the way. Actually, that would be awesome. Fucking NASA. I, we have to have a, a clandestine space program. I mean, all bullshit aside. There is no way. I remember, like, in the old West Wing episodes where they had the secret military space shuttle and Toby revealed it because his brother was an astronaut dying on the space station or something. Some really convoluted bullshit towards the end of the show when it started dying. But you know that the, the, the public face of NASA 
It's just the tip of a fucking iceberg Dude, when it comes to space program. this is why people believe the Solar Earth Warden, is bitches. Flat. Solar Warden, yeah. Yeah, you know. Yeah, this is why people believe crazy conspiracy theories about NASA because of stuff like this. I, I still don't think of NASA yeah, as the garters of the... Well, we'll get to that in Flat Earth. Like, Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. It's not like some Da Vinci Code Your shit. watch has begun. Or, or is it? I don't, or I, is I don't it? think it is. Dude, we, we have an episode coming up that will... Be discussing such conspiracy theories. It's important. Uh, it's very it's important. important. We'll to discuss our, our future. However, our families. We're not here to prove or disprove the roundness or flatness of the Earth. We're here to just talk about the conspiracy. Well, speak for yourself. It. What are you going to do when the men from Arizona come knocking on your door and say, "Hey, nice family"? Not going to tell me I have a, fu- I saw a fucking nice gargoyle. Family. It'd be yeah. cool if they stayed that way. I'm be like I saw no gargoyles. Uh, Mr. Storrs got a nice family there. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep it that way. <laughs> In his reptilian voice. Yeah. Oh, oh dude. His see? eyes click and he goes. And then oh. all the shit I've been telling yeah. you guys for years comes true. And then I'm on the ice wall guarding it. it oh. oh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But what if there's a sweet like hook like in Game of Thrones and it protects the ice wall? Then it's going to be sweet and you're going to do it every day. Like, I'm so glad I'm here. And you guys aren't going to be there because you don't believe in the reptiles or the possibility of an earth not being round. Yeah. That's our problem, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, like if we don't believe it, look like yeah, that's our problem yeah. now. <laughs> maybe we get uh, sent there with you. Yeah, all right. Oh, Pot- maybe you potting will. from the wall. There you go. Well, we, we can't podcast a secret. This threat of NASA. made by the NASA security people, quote unquote, oh boy, might well explain why Shaw never broke his silence and why Desiree waited nearly eighteen years to tell her father's tale. As to what this beast may be. Theories run the gamut from an extraterrestrial espionage agent who was attempting to access the space center in order to collect information on Earth's probably vastly inferior space exploration capabilities and agenda. Two, this is the other end of the spectrum, a stylish, shape-shifting vampire, complete with cape. Stylish. Who was caught by Shaw transforming from human to bat in order to escape to the safety of a nearby tomb, cave, or creepy windowless van. <laughs> Why would it fit in a creepy windowless van? So it's a, it's a, a vampire, vampire that might be, has a, a mobile van? tomb. No, you need a mobile tomb. <laughs> oh, you're in the middle of Texas. There's a lot of sun. That's it's a great big idea. sun country, man. That's a big. Oh, that's a great idea, dude. You have to. Well, then he has to have somebody. <laughs> van. Yeah, I know. With a sweet but Conan like vista on the side. Yeah, he's got to have a, like somebody, a subservient dude though that watches. Oh, yeah, you need yeah, a Renfield. Every, dude, every that's vampire has yeah a Renfield. Not all of them. They have to. The good ones do. The, yeah, the good ones. <laughs> the ones that survive yeah, do. The sweet ones that know the deal. You need a human. Acolyte that is going to take care of your shit. So when you're a vampire and you're eating the dogs of NASA, and suddenly you know one of the the employees from the sub basement sees you as you're turning into a bat to fly home before you know dawn dawn's early light. Shit, I've been caught. Yeah. Well, I fly away. <laughs> no, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know. <laughs> that was the best Dracula I've ever heard. That's so good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh. I, just, I just thought about it. It's like, yes. shit. <laughs> he just takes off. I need to tell Renfield, we need to get the fuck out of here. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, the sun. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Yeah, it was, it was great. All right. But even more absurd <laughs> is the fuck-sucking thought that yeah. it's a goddamn spy from Arcturus or Sirius B. Arcturus. Yeah, like what whatever. 
Fucking that just is like, oh, hit- I'm, I'm going to see what 86 NASA's got yeah, going on. That, yeah, that I one's mean, a little out of control. 86 technology. Well, we no, because we were sending rockets up. So, I mean, like, yeah, why would they need our tech? Well, if you're an alien already right. and you had what it take, whatever it takes, technologically, spiritually, whatever, to get to fucking <laughs> Earth, if you've got the right stuff to get here, yeah. you don't need what we have. Some what weird... we have is some ridiculous, piss poor shit. Could you, you know, imagine getting here being like, God damn it? Maybe not these for tech, monkeys but maybe there's shit. No, they're like, garbage. It could have been for elements, <laughs> resources, yeah. Yeah. water. Maybe they just needed some, I don't know, corn. <laughs> How yeah. do you corn? GMOs. They want to know about GMOs. Like there wasn't and enough to begin with, and they just yeah. didn't have enough. And they didn't find out, so they'd come there. Then we gave them high fructose, fruit, high fructose corn syrup. They all developed diabetes, and their entire planet died and off. We won, and we won. <laughs> yeah, we and won. that's how America we won wins. The war. I know. America, goddamn, that's we the win real the war. war of the world. And that's how we bring <laughs> diabetes back into the conversation. That's right, guys. A staple of our program. That's Here's right. some cigarettes. Yeah. Uh, some Crisco. <laughs> Have fun, McDonald's coupon. Enjoy this pack of uh, Camel Non Filters oh, there, yeah. fuck, buddy. Oh Enjoy. Insta lung cancer. Oh. Okay, so... so let, let, go ahead. So there's more. Um, as far as what we think... There's a little more. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. What, what else? Yeah, if you there's can continue more. on. Okay. Smidge. Because besides Vampire and Special Agent XJ33, fucking there is also... The thought that, and I'll, I'll continue reading here, due to the similarity to both medieval depictions of devils as well as an uncanny resemblance to DC Comics' caped anti-hero Etrigan the Demon. Oh, good pull, Robert. Created by legendary illustrator Jack Kirby That's in 1972. Right. The rhyming demon. It is difficult not to jump to the conclusion yeah. that this gargoyle-like entity is an agent of diabolical evil. One that revels in shocking unwary humans and imbibing on the blood of their canine companions. As to what purpose an envoy of the Dark Lord might have in lurking around the Johnson Space Center, aside from drinking dog's blood and scaring the shit out of random NASA employees, one can only speculate and assume the worst. So, of course, someone's going to... Demon has to be a theory we throw out. I guess. It's just ha- wings. I mean, when you're, when you're well, and but... look like a gargoyle, a muscular, jet black skin, wearing a sweet cape, which you know is satanic, is the dills. Yeah, it's got to be. Well, there well, is um, there is a connection with... And we talked about this briefly in, in a, um, a few weeks ago in a bunch of manic emails I sent everybody at four in the morning yeah. about the NASA o, the NASA roots of O'Call. I, the I mean, the O'Call roots of NASA. I started sending you the timeline I of everything. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And it goes with Aleister Crowley, and it goes with L. Ron Hubbard, uh, and Jack Parsons. And there is a, a bit of a thing there, more interdimensional, dealing with like... Like as hyperdimensional beings, not necessarily like opening the gates of hell, but what we might consider hell could be a different dimension. This and could if be something. If it's hot it. enough and pokey enough, it we would think it's hell. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it, so Lava Town. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Lava Town. It could be a vacation home for a lot of species, but for us it's like fuck. But if NASA does have this occult background to it, as talked about in our research that oh, we could haven't portholes have been ripped asunder. They could have been. Do they, they have know? NASA stargates to the, the nether reaches? Do they have Jacob's ladder branch <laughs> in another sub basement where so all the twitchers are? Yeah, demon, no, I, I hate that. I, I hate yeah. it too. I hate that could story. Be, could be a possibility, you never know. Now here's where we get to the Oracle factor. Okay. And this is something that's, that's well-known in context, but I'll, I'll deliver the basics for anyone that might not be more familiar with this. It has been suggested 
by me right now. <laughs> yeah, I know. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that okay. the description of a glaring winged humanoid bears at least a passing resemblance, not only to the notorious Mothman of Point Pleasant, but also of the Owlman of Cornwall, one we will definitely be doing in a story I love. Both of which are said to Ooh. elicit an irrational sense of fear in those who witness them. Although, in all fairness, to anyone who sees a monstrous airborne the, they, entity, uh, you can't, fear yes. would be the most rational response yeah. you could fucking have. Yeah, yeah totally. So, yeah. So it's, it, but, but, they, but they say when you see a Mothman or, or, or the Owlman, which is very much like a Mothman, and, and that's in Cornwall, England, obviously, that there's like just this <laughs> sense of dread and anxiety. Like yeah. they have a panic attack. Yeah, yeah, of, yeah. Sort of thing. And it, it's just a horrible feeling. Yeah. Um, the other possible connection it might have with the Mothman is the fact that both beings were associated by chronology and geography, if nothing else, with tragic incidents resulting in the loss of life. The Mothman, for right or wrong, will forever be associated with the collapse of the Silver Bridge on December yeah. 15th, 1967, resulting in the untimely deaths of 46 people. We all know that, and we all know that either due to the fact that it, it was somehow involved with it, which I don't necessarily believe, or the fact that people were now preoccupied with this tragic event, reports of the Mothman dried up immediately. And if you're in Chicago, there's a lot of uh, Mothman sightings going on and right now. And some people are paranoid that there might and be you some ought to be doom. paranoid because when everyone's seen a Mothman, you know what's going to happen. Some shit is going to go down. Let me continue here. Sorry. There are the, no, no, it's all right. There are those who are sure <laughs> that the Mothman somehow caused this disaster, but there are many others who suggest that the presence of this winged entity was designed to serve as a kind of warning to the citizens of Point Pleasant of impending danger. If that was its intention, the results of the Mothman's ostensibly cautionary appearances were woefully ineffective. But despite that it's like a smoke alarm that, you know, works with it, sign well, language. Yeah. It's the worst kind of alarm. Yeah, it is. Really. Like, beware. Here's a terrifying people, Mothman. I, I know, yeah. but some people really tend to believe this. So, so if you believe that this is sort of like an oracle of doom to come, like if you see these winged entities right. and they're semi-humanoid and they're flying around, it will scare you and it will chase you maybe, but it will ultimately result in some like tragic event. There's something that we have to at least entertain. Does it at least tell you? Well, say like, what happened. Well, here's the thing. While we don't know the specific month, it's just said this took place in 1986. In 1986, we do know that the gargoyle was spotted at a crucial NASA hub the same year as the booster engine failure that caused the space shuttle oh, Challenger to break apart on January 28, Shit. 1986 with really? five astronauts, right. one payload specialist, and one civilian aboard. So it's weird that... And it's a tenuous connection, and I'm the first to admit that I'm real skeptical about the idea that Mothmen or Owlmen or even the Gargoyle of NASA are, are oracles of doom in any real sense. But the fact that it was 1986 when it showed up. Now, if this happened to happen in early well, January, because there's only 28 I, That's days. what I'm saying. You had a month yeah. to show up. Yeah. So, so I mean, I, again, I admit it's tenuous and it's based on nothing, but it's it's interesting that the first, ma not first major, there was the astronauts that burned up in the capsule. Other great tragedies that happened to our space program. Well, but yeah. the first one of our lifetime. Right. Certainly the biggest uh, tragedy it, up until that point of the yeah. 80s. So at least that throws a little fuel on the paranoia fire for those that are inclined to believe that. Okay. Um, so I guess basically, I mean, I don't necessarily think that this creature has anything to do with, with the tragedy. I, I mean, it could be just that it's a sort of migrating 
weird creature that just stopped and ate along the way and and scared a guy and that the cape was not really a cape but just the wrinkly flesh of its bat-like wings that were folded on its back i mean i don't think that we have flying humanoid creatures in any great numbers otherwise we would know about it but but what's interesting though is the the Mm. government did open a file because this wasn't the only time this ever this ever happened obviously they you know uh, exsanguating the dogs, mm-hmm. uh, and clearly other people must have seen it. If the government's going to open a file on it, so that's kind of that's kind of like the 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 pin here is that the government's like, okay, people are seeing a gargoyle here at NASA. Well, well our, what they're calling a gargoyle, I'm not yeah. so, convinced of that. Enough, really, but. so that the government's going to actually open a file on it, which wouldn't take much. I mean, if if <clears throat> dogs are murdered and drained of blood, right? And, you know, of an employee that has been there for God knows how many years, see some really weird shit in mm-hmm. what is no doubt a secure facility that you need definite clearance yeah. to get on. Yeah. A file is going to get started. I like, wonder. Yeah. I'm not impressed by the fact that they started a file because. Can you do yes. like, a, like a Freedom of Information Act on that, you think? Probably. Or is this going to all come out redacted? Just a, well, redacted or ridiculous. Yeah. A, a piece of paper is all blacked out. Like, yeah, but there's not. I doubt they really did an in-depth investigation on this. I mean, if the dogs are murdered, though, well, they kind how of much have can you to. do? I mean, at, at no. some point, dogs. Like they're not gonna they're not gonna spend money and launch a full investigation. That's true. On I guess I'm, I'm actually giving the government more credit than I should <laughs> because I'm like, no, the dogs were killed. Well, yeah, if someone said they will be avenged. Thing, a black skin bat wing thing killed my dogs. Right. Okay, you got to do some paperwork because yeah. dudes have this and there's liability. There's things so that it has to be filed. Right. They're not gonna be like send in the fucking team eight, team X one. <laughs> Take care of the fucking... <laughs> we need Logan yeah. and Sabretooth on this. Unless, of course, and now we're going into La La Land, but I love it. Okay. Your ideas about a paranormal foundation on which NASA was built and which remained subversive within the larger context of a big scientific establishment, but still existed. The only thing with that theory is that historically it is accurate. The the events that happened from uh, and, and what we have an entire episode coming up on this, so we're not going to get too in depth. But as far as uh, Hubbard, or I'm sorry, as far as Aleister Crowley, um, what you know, his work in the area, uh, contacting these hyperdimensional beings, moving forward with Alaron Hubbard and Jack Parsons, which sounds like the 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 probably the coolest or worst fucking party to ever be a part of. Oh yeah. It's it sounds kind of cool. I want to be there. Yeah. It I, sounds kind of cool. I don't. So and he's <laughs> going to they're going to be douches. They're going to be hitting on your girlfriend. It's not going to be fun. They were actually fighting over I think over Jack Parsons' girlfriend. There you go. And then it actually it ended with Alan Hubbard leaving you know, with the woman and taking all the money. Or I whatever, am shocked any Hubbard woman does. ever picked Elrond Dude, you Hubbard. think it's going to be a cool party, but really it's going to be like, I can't I believe know, these man, people are buying into this. And, and there's going to be lines of creeps. Coke. Oh, yeah. There's going to be so much drugs and crazy, just just insane bullshit happening. But anyway, the, the actual line goes from Crowley to Hubbard in, in part. Well, Crowley to Parsons to Hubbard. And then that's where NASA spawns off from Parsons' work at the JPL lab. That's historically correct, but that's not saying that, yes, in that fact... anything happened. Yeah, that's not saying that NASA is an organization based on occult ritual, but... but we all want to desperately believe well, that yeah, there totally. is a genuine BPRD. 
that that you know like the kind yeah. of organization that you know Hellboy worked yeah, for totally. that deals with paranormal issues. Mm-hmm. You know that that deals with the the you know the <clears throat> underground shit that 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 deals with magical threats. Is totally sanctioned by the government. Is kept under wraps because if people would flip out over yeah. UFO disclosure, they yeah. would really lose their shit over demonic disclosure. Totally. Now totally. I don't think this is true. No, this as is much the as fun as cinematic as part awesome of the course. As, as yeah. awesome as that theory sounds, and I th- wish that that was the explanation for NASA. Like, you know, it's probably not. Oh yeah. But I can. You know what? This is all about having fun. So have fun with it. What if, the, what if the space station is really <laughs> just about keeping man. the old ones placated? Exactly. Like, they have to go up there and perform all sorts of arcane rituals and that exactly. shitty yeah. sweat socks smelling yeah. tiny so, space. So it's like Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. Like yeah. They, they yeah. have to Basically, just do yeah. these things. Yeah. And, and, they, and, they, and it has to, you know, quell the apocalypse the, every In the full light of month. day. <laughs> and, and it's so absurd no one would believe it. And you have to be deep on the inside to know that you're the ones doing it. And every now and again, a fuck-sucking gargoyle gets out at NASA. Yeah. And, and then it's yeah. always at the Johnson Center. Yeah, because so. for right. some reason, they love so, that place. So because this guy is a NASA archivalist, um, you know, <laughs> if this is something where, you know, because he is working late at night, it is at night. He's obviously, I'm, I'm not sure how stressful a job is being an archivist or an archivalist. I don't know. So, you know, obviously we can say that, yes, this dude just saw something that wasn't there. Oh, like, like now, now we're getting into the fact that this dude just had like a fucking snap. Yeah, or, or, just, or, okay, or he saw, saw like a, a weird bird that got wrapped in someone's sheets because it flew through their laundry well, and it's just on the side of a building. Get, going, wait, 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 well, what about the dogs? That's true. What about the dogs? Yeah, what drains blood yeah. from dogs? Like, like it's not a gargoyle. It's sure. not a traditional. Right. I, I don't think it's a gargoyle. No, it's not. It's really well, not. No. One of the most crushing but, things that ever happened to me as a kid. And I loved the movie Gargoyles, you know, that, oh, yeah. that, that made-for-TV yeah, totally. movie from the 70s, and, uh, and it was just great. Uh, but, but was finding out that Gargoyles were not based on historical legend, that they're just basically ways to drain waters off of cathedrals. They yeah. make these crazy demonic faces yeah. and creepy That's creatures, the and they're just there as just these little architectural flourishes yeah. that serve a function. Right. I was so upset because I thought there has to be like legends of gargoyles raiding villages in the 1500s or something. I really thought there'd be something, to, but they're never. It's not. It's not a thing. They're just as made up as the flesh eating zombie, right. which we can trace back to. <clears throat> you yeah, know, absolutely. Romero and '68 and maybe a but few. But then, films like the that. legend became, they were actually more guardians. Of those that yeah, that, protective that, entities. Yeah, not I mean, not just attacking fuckers. We got a buddy with a big stone gargoyle on their house. That, oh you know, they yeah, think we do. A, What's yeah. up, good buddy? That's why they're there. Thing. They're guardians. Yeah. They yeah. don't just. But but it's all symbolic. So the fact that it's called a gargoyle, I think the reason for that is simply that it looks sort of evil right. and demonic, and it was on the edge of a building. So yeah, in our, in the world as we know it. What could this thing possibly be? I'm thinking like a vulture, um, like uh, what are those condors in um, in California? Is it a California condor? Yeah. You said, a condor. What are those you condors just said it. I know California. Like, what are those condors? I oh, recently condors. Googled that when I was on the um, Monsters Among Us uh, Patreon bonus condor episode. Man? I was Googling it as we were talking, and, I never, and I'd never seen a California condor, and I'm like, wow, that oh, thing sucks. They're Thunderbirds, basically. They're, yeah, they're basically Thunderbirds. So there, there are animals... In our known world, that could possibly fit that description. But what Chris brings up, as far as attacking the um, uh, the German shepherds and exsanguating them, 
probably exsanguinating. Not gonna, yes. Probably not going to get done by a bird. <laughs> No, <laughs> it's generally yeah, or even a giant bat. I mean, then that again, I mean, you, no. you get a, a a bald head eagle pissed off enough, it might it might take suck out a German, your blood. It might take out a German shepherd. Well, I mean, not suck your blood, but you know, cut your jugular, <laughs> probably. You know, the only thing <laughs> I mean, they have machetes for faces, so yeah, they could totally do. Yeah. That. They do. They do have machete faces. I mean, if majestic. It was, if it was a totally, giant yeah. bat, if somebody had like I don't know a it's grotesquely a bat, though, proportioned dude. fruit bat that they kept as like a private dude, that bat in their menagerie, <laughs> and it got out. But it, but it, I just there's nothing. All right, unless this guy had a psychotic break or is an outright liar. I can't think of an animal, certainly no animal that's indigenous to Texas, but not even an animal worldwide that might have gotten no, loose in Texas but, that you would mistake for a humanoid entity. A bi- they wearing. said it was biped, though, right? Yeah, yeah well, it was. Ish. I, it was, I, I assume. It was not. standing there, like on the. They said, so it was standing, building, it looked right? like it had a cloak, and then also the wings hammer. Yeah. Which, and wings sound, on, for, right? which sounds like a bird kind of like keeping its wings like this, and then it's kind of. Or a bat. Or a bat, yeah. All right, well, we had to bring that up because it's part of what we do. Yeah. This is, this is what it could possibly be. Not the most fun thing ever. Well, no, but, but. The, the thing about that is, and I, I know I tend to be the guy that poo-poos on, I mean, I love healthy skepticism, but I, I, I definitely want things to be fucking weird. I don't think that, uh, not to say he's he's not a biologist, he's, you know, a man that is a scholar of paperwork, <clears throat> but I just don't think you would see that. Even, even if you saw someone in the corner and you got startled yeah. and you thought, oh, wait, it's Batman, oh, wait, it's a giant bat. Oh fuck! Yeah, it's a humanoid thing wearing a cape, right? With fucking wings. And his family did keep us under wraps for years. Yeah, they eighteen ta- years. Apparently. Eighteen years. They didn't talk about it. So well, you he, get, he you has no warnings. angle. He has no angle for uh, you know the after school special about the NASA. Oh Gargoyle. yeah, he certainly isn't trying yeah. to monetize it. He's not trying to. You know, make yeah. get a made for TV movie out right. of it. You know, right. whatever you do right. in '86 with your yeah. story, and it's not even that much of a story. Like if you make something up, you don't really like, I mean, like he, it swooped down and no, you know, grab my shoulders. But I, got I got scared. away. Yeah, he just saw it. It seemed to look at him and go like, "Yeah, I got you, bitch." So I'm a gargoyle, bitch. And then flies away, and he's like, "Ah, <laughs> nice." And yeah. then he gets fucking interrogated so and intimidated, and that's keeps his mouth obviously shut. anything like that's always a possibility. But let's move on to. NASA gargoyle. It's just literally a gargoyle or some type of cryptid hanging out at a NASA station that this dude just so happened to see. Like I say, I mean, if I don't think we have migratory, you know, onyxy. Do you think though that because it was bats. NASA? Do you no, think I know that because, that's just a little because it's NASA. Do you think that that is why the creature is there, or is it just the, the creature just so happened to land at a NASA place? Yeah, well, there's no evidence either way. No, but I, I can't. There's no reason to think know, that it was there. I mean, it seems like. Yeah, but it doesn't because nah. all the shit we've talked about that just happened in random parks. Sure, but of all the random of all the random spots to land at a NASA building, like dude, that's I mean, weird. it exists in the world. But there's I mean, not many. Like, like where's like the nearest NASA facility to us? Yeah, but you could you could say yeah, the same well, thing. Like, why did the blue heron land in NASA? Does it know something? Does it want to get on the shuttle? It's like it's <laughs> just a place that it I landed. Know. Why do like a billion geese land in my backyard by the rock quarry? They well, love you. I think because the they want to be closer to you. Rock quarry, and, right? And you, yeah, and you're, yeah. Clearly, yeah. What I'm curious to know is I'm, if I want to tie this to yeah, yeah, I know there's, there's nothing to tie. We had have said to. the Lord's prayer backward. Oh, would you drop it? Would you yeah, drop it? Or drop does it that not work on gargoyles? Is that a, exclusively a witch thing? I think it's probably exclusively a witch yeah, thing. I, you probably if you do that and it doesn't work, <clears throat> that's a fucking. 
You're done. <laughs> yeah. Like, you'll just, it'll probably just enough to piss it off to be like, you know, dude, I was going to keep flying. I was happy to terrify you, make now you shit your pants. I have to eat you. And now, yep. say goodbye to yeah. your face. So as far as these, uh, as far as the, the government creating the file and then, then the men in black, I'm sorry, the, the, the men from Arizona, yeah. whatever, the, the Arizona <laughs> the, hardcore. The well-tanned gentleman. <laughs> oh, my God, I know. <laughs> the leathery-skinned gentleman from Arizona. The bronze. They the men in bronze They basically skin. threaten his family as, like, you know, like, it's good for you and your family if you, if you don't talk about this. Now, I wonder if, if that's because... They were just concerned for his family, actually, in his job. Yeah. And be like, hey, if, that, if you keep doing this, you're going to get fucked. Just, <laughs> like, yeah. We're making it like, sound nefarious. It could have been like, hey, Mr. Shaw. Yeah. You, you probably don't want to talk dude, about this. Dude, you're in it, the sixth level of NASA. You're shuffling papers all day. You're yeah. like the dude in office space good, with the stapler. That's what I mean. You make yeah. a decent loop. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, if, you're, if you keep fuck pushing this, we're going to have to give you the Section 9 here at NASA as we the paper guy. And we don't want to do that. Listen, think about your or, family. That you're think right. about yourself. Or, Wouldn't it be funny if it was that friendly? Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. The first thing we always think is some nefarious twist of your arm. But it probably was that, really. the desert fucking on a horse with no name. Yeah. That's right. I did that. Uh, <laughs> we, just had, we, had, we had a Facebook comment about that, actually, with the with the space clams. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah. Or blimps, as we call it here in the show. No, um, so are confusing that. All right. So, you know, yeah, maybe these guys were like, dude, look, for the sake of your family, your own mental stability, like whatever sort of psychotic break you had, just like hush up about it because we don't want to have to boot you out of the government. You got a good pension. You got a retirement. You got five more years to go. No big deal. Yeah. Or just tough it out. It. Or they were like, "This is a thing that we're dealing with actively. You saw it. You shouldn't have seen it. You keep running your mouth about this. Guess what? You and your family are not going to have a very merry Christmas. Oh no. Yeah. There will be gargoyles. I under, feel like probably gargoyles under the tree. Probably not. Gargoyles yeah. under the tree. <laughs> really? Oh my god, that gargoyle would suck. eggs in your mailbox. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That would, that would totally suck. I, we're, we're just saying. To, uh, as far as we know, this is a one and done. Oh yeah. Well, it, it is. So, it, it is, like, what's there, the point there, of the, but the there one-time was, guardian of NASA? Well, no, but there was reports. <laughs> but there was prior reports from other people who witnessed it and the death S- of the well, German shepherd. Well, there's something that they claim. Yeah. There's no. We don't have that report. I mean, just because Desiree came out and is like, "This is some shit Frank had to deal with. It was a bad scene." Doesn't mean there aren't. Maybe half a dozen, could be maybe a, more. Other, that's true. That really yeah. kept quiet. Like the other people that were Trip. responsible for the starting of that file. Right. You know, yes, it was the dead dogs, but, you know, other people uh, probably saw some weird shit. And a lot of them would probably be like, yeah, no, I'm glad to go with the program. I didn't want to see it. I'm sorry I saw it. Right. I'd be glad never to talk about it. Yeah, that's the deal. And I get a crucifix and a dental plan. You know, yeah. I just need to fucking get on with my life. And yeah, I need a relic. Of, I need protection. Reliquary arm. Yeah, with the bone of a saint. <laughs> right, and some some money. And some money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. lots of money to yep. not talk about and, this. And a paid vacation. Yeah. Or the other, you know, obviously we, we we you discussed the possibility of like alien espionage, where for some reason it's an alien looking at our tech, which is like, just, yeah, I just can't. That doesn't, really I, that doesn't make any sense. Unless unless it's like somebody like us, like you know, we're all into like. Weird vintage music and and crazy old cult <laughs> movies and and just strange right. shit. Maybe it's just somebody that's like, oh, I gotta look at this fossil fuels, unless combustion engines. Yeah. Follow me. This is awesome. Follow me with this, right, unless nope. at this well, NASA, uh, at this particular NASA spot. What if the government was working with? The um, backward the 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 reengineered tech that we got from Roswell. Uh, okay. All right, all right. Keep going. I'm all with right. it. So, 
you know the the scientists had this tactic working into what do they call was it? What is it called? Like a pot? reverse engineering? Yeah, well, no, not, not reverse engineering, but the Tom DeLong talked about it with the To the Stars Academy. Like, oh, it's some kind of special power that we got from oh, an energy Roswell. source. Yeah, like some kind of energy source. Like a, that's that's not a solid state, but it's some energy source. <laughs> so, like, if this um, cold fusion. The chilliest fusion. Oh, it's gonna kill me. I can't remember Doesn't what the matter. hell it's called. Don't worry. Anywho. So if this if this spy or whatever is here at this NASA area looking at the tech that we got from from Roswell to see what we're doing with it, because think about it, if we took tech from from Roswell and we're reworking it into our our own shit, sure, we technically could be a danger to other planets out there. Oh, absolutely. If that whole thing that led to Solar Warden, and for our listeners who might not know, that's uh, the the alleged thing that uh, a British hacker found in NASA files, and went, you know, and he got arrested for it, and almost, you know, well, I think he went to jail for a short period of time, but basically discovered that we have a secret super fleet yeah. that goes to Mars and other planets and fights at least like fourteen alien species to protect yeah. our Earth, which is again an awesome mini series that Sci Fi Channel should jump on immediately. Yeah, made right now. Yeah, um, and Solar Warden's a great name. But but so if there is a situation like that, and it came from and and, and the guy that used to run the the skunk works there at uh, Lockheed Martin, I'm drawing a blank on his name. And I'm right, right. It. I know what you're talking but, about. Uh, you know, uh, deathbed confessions and other confessions before he died allegedly said, "Yeah, we got some of our technology. We've we've recovered some of it. Some of it's theirs, right. meaning extraterrestrials. Some of it's ours, with meaning human ingenuity. Yeah. And so uh, if you if you blend the shit." that can be done by, like, a Robert Oppenheimer or a Albert Einstein or some other super genius from Earth with truly advanced technology from another culture yep. and find ways to integrate it and make, like, a super tech out of it, which I'm not saying I believe, but I'm not ruling that possibility out either, then you could create some really fascinating shit. And if that's the case, then another alien species with sweet capes would have every reason to want to know what the fuck they we're doing. They would want to come and check it I out. I just feel yeah. like that that's... There's a lot of jumps oh, here. Yeah. That. I mean, that is the biggest jump ever. Because uh, first of all, you're I mean, like, there's fine. Just, there's Roswell. nothing connecting we got to that. Tech. Yeah. It's in a NASA, um, you know, secret base in Texas. They send their spy. The and, yeah, archivist just no... leaving to go home to his family sees it. <laughs> And then there you go. Oh, then, yeah, well, files are open. German are, shepherds are killed. We are pissing into a fucking yeah. windstorm here, and we're all getting wet. Yeah, I get that. No, I think, I, yeah, I think it's more terrestrial than that. Right, can I can I throw this one out there? Sure. What do you got? This this is just me wishful thinking okay. completely. Oh boy! But you know how after uh, World War II we had Operation Paperclip, which was where we got from yeah. Werner von Braun and a lot of Nazi scientists, sure, and then repurposed them for our space program. That's where Jack Parsons comes in. What if? And this is where Jack Parsons might also come in. After breaching certain portals, it shouldn't be breached with other dimensions. Okay, perhaps a dimension that looks a heck of a lot like hell. Thank you. Where there's things that look like Ugh. demons and they have weapons like pitchforks and whatever else. Um, there Jesus was a Christ. war. Okay. And human beings <laughs> oh, I can't, I are can't. so badass. And we had all that fresh World War II technology. <laughs> we won that war. And we got their best demon scientists, a la Operation Paperclip, but this was Operation Pitchfork. We brought them over <laughs> from Dimension Hell. And this guy is a demon scientist 
that became an American citizen that is just having a smoke break. And it's like, ah, oh, fuck, I knew I shouldn't have come out. And he's just working in the other basement on well, top secret projects, just, so like, like, just like the Nazis did back in the 50s for us. Sort and of, we're getting to the future because these demon scientists are working their fucking red giant balls off for us. <laughs> All right. Well, I Case mean, closed. All right. I mean, listen. Uh, uh, thanks for listening. Yeah, uh, um, Cinematically, I, that needs you need to get your ass back into Hollywood because that mm. needs to be a goddamn miniseries somewhere. That would be fun. All that right. was a Netflix series. You, it was Doctor Gargoyle. Doctor Gargoyle. You should totally. Esquire. You should totally. I'm a lawyer now. I know. You should totally Bill pitch that to like you no know fuck Hollywood. Pitch it to like Mike Mignola and John Arcudi and be like, guys, here's a great idea for the BPRD that I came up with. Boom. You're writing Hellboy with Arcudi. There, I'm sorry, BPRD with Arcudi. That would there be sweet. Go. That would great be a good idea. life. I like it, but it's not really what happened. No, it sounds awesome. But isn't though. it great? He's just like I he's want, just like yeah. I want those Billy action Demon figures, having yeah. a smoke break. He's like yeah, hanging out inside of a building, just hanging out, so getting his marbs on, and just like oh yeah. I just need to stretch my wings. Yeah, have a God, moment. These goddamn human chairs don't fit my damn haunches. No, they do not. <laughs> my, 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 I haven't washed my cape in three weeks. My weird backward knees, legs, and I, I, I walk. Well, on maybe he really is knees. just. Maybe he's just like a, some sort of weird werebat. Lives nearby. He just happened to transform. He's just hanging out, and it's like fuck. Yeah, and he goes other, back home. The Bella Lugosi It's very simple. <laughs> yeah. The other connection, obviously, would be the, the Oracle of Doom, a la the, yeah, uh, the, the Mothman. Well, I mean, there was the, the 86 catastrophe, though, with Challenger. So that could yeah, be. Yeah, but we, there's no, there's no, we don't know for sure this happened yeah. before that. No. no not at all. Grasping at gargoyles the, at this we, point. I just, you, know <laughs> Dude, what? I, you want Honestly, it so bad. I, I know, I want to. I normally, really, I'm the one who would point that I want it to I be. I just wanted to use the word Oracle so bad. I found a way to make it happen. All you right. did. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so um, to answer the question that we posed in the beginning of this episode, I'm going to... Demon, Vampire, Alien, Spy, or Oracle of Doom. Robert, what do you think? Oh, based solely on Chris's impression, I really hope it's Vampire. Okay. That just got caught mid-transformation. Uh, something. All right, cool. And delivered the shit. Christopher, yeah. what do you think? Oh Jesus! I've got a vampire. Are you are you going to join join Team Vamp? What are you going to do? Well, come on! All the evidence. If you look at if the you weigh the evidence, it leans towards a vamp. Okay. All right. Classic vamp. Not classic. Just yeah, it could be a classic vamp. It could shifting. be could super be. vamp. Could be. All right. With his Renfield and the so shitty vamp. So I can join Team Vamp, or I can go with Alien Spy or Oracle of Doom. There's just no yeah, evidence. You There's negative evidence for that. I. I'm going to break with the ranks, and I'm going to respectfully break with, break with the ranks and go for demon a la oh, Jesus. the occult roots of NASA. Oh, that's oh, interesting. I'm going with the Crowley-Parsons-Hubbard route. So is it one that just slipped through a portal, or is it one that you know was summoned if specifically the, well, and now works for NASA the way like Solomon with his ring Used demons to build, build the temple. temple. Is, is, did like Kennedy if have a special the, ring and he used demons to build? Oh, the Kennedy NASA. ring. The Kennedy well, ring. Was it the same ring? It could be. Maybe. Maybe the Kennedy's Solomon, got you, Solomon's you ring. You can't destroy oh. artifacts. That's why no. he was killed. You have too much power when you control an army of demons that can build your entire space. Did NASA have with the ring? Nazis. Did NASA have the Does, ring? Do they still have the ring? Who wields the was ring? Was he there to get the ring? Oh, was he God. sent from the fucking realm? <laughs> it's too dangerous for that, people that to feels, have this that ring. That feels right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I feel good about I this, too. 
Nessa reza do fucking Solomon's Ring. The truth, it just feels good. Well, oh. the whole point of NASA is to get us to the moon, Mars, and I believe Venus, too, to collect artifacts. And to protect the ring. The artifacts, which will, are to be brought back, which will then enlighten all of humankind. What if there's other demon-controlling artifacts on different planets from cultures that may be lost their battles with demons, but they couldn't destroy the rings because the rings are too powerful, and we're trying to collect all the rings. Well, yeah. I feel like Mars like flour- flourished okay. way before we did it and died. So, yeah. so the rings are just There's waiting. Piles of rings on Mars. Well, they're, they're allegedly, according to stories, there are artifacts on Mars. Yeah, piles of them. So I'm going to go with the demon. Um, we will have an episode <laughs> coming up with the occult okay. roots of NASA. It is going to be super fun, and I'm super excited about it. And I think we might be able to tie it back to the NASA gargoyle. Hey. So there if you we, go. Uh, if we can well, find collusion, that takes God a, damn it. That takes can. a lot of duct tape, but I, you're no, going to do it. I got duct tape, tape there, dreams. You're going to do a, it. There's a couple things going to happen. We're going to go, ah, light bulb, NASA gargoyle. Oh, That's boy. what it was. We're just, we're just looking again at the tip of the iceberg in that it, we're just this close to the truth. Just a, just a hair's breadth away. You're or right. just this poor dude had a psychotic break, thought he saw something, and then the government's yeah. like, dude. It was like three crows. There's yeah, a big, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah. And, big and really, fucking I think, crow. I think that your, your, uh, your assumption is, is correct word. Just like, dude, like, you got a good gig. You got 10 more years. Just, just stop just being a fucking crackpot. Hold cool. your shit. Enjoy your stapler and your shit. And just. Don't ruin this for your family because they need to live and you need to retire and allow me to flourish and write a book and release it posthumously. Back of the government. So there you go. Yeah, that's probably the most rational way. Yeah, more than likely. But hey, you know what? I want our listeners to get a hold of us and let us know what you think the Nasser Gargoyle is. Let us know what you think the Nasser Gargoyle is. I want to know what the Nasser Gargamel is. And what kind of spells is he crafting for Smurf consumption? Maybe it was Gargamel. Oh boy, well, it could be. That's a whole other. That's a whole other rabbit. And he hole. was like holding onto an ornithopter. Oh my god! <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> All right, let's just fucking end. Yeah, let's just stop because yeah, we're just going to keep going. Yeah, quit while we're Ornith- just a little bit behind. How many times actually? have I ever said ornithopter? No, that's, that makes like three. Yeah, yeah that, that is three. I've, I've known I said you one, for probably fifteen. That's the first know, time I. Well, years, I've said yeah, it twice I've now. Seen but. it. That's the, that's the twice that I've heard that come. Okay. Yeah, Jesus Christ. I don't know how to go with this anymore. How do we close the show out? Thank you for joining us Bye. for the Kryptonaut Podcast. Boom. Be sure to rate and review this show on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. It is greatly appreciated. Follow us on the social medias. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. Um, again, hit us up there. Let us know what you think about the NASA Gargoyle. Send us your theories, your thoughts, your comments, your suggestions. Let us know what you, how you think about uh, what this dude saw. Absolutely. Because... Uh, because we clearly we have, have no, no real clue. idea. <laughs> Not yeah. at all. <sighs> we have no idea. But boy, no it's idea. fun speculating. It is. It is. So there you have it. And we'll talk to you soon. Later. Fly on a demon's wing. <laughs> <laughs> Beyond the gates of space and time. Oh. Oh.